On May 3, 2017, Frank DeFord gave his last of 1,656 sports commentaries on NPR's Morning Edition. He died at the age of 78, just a few weeks after saying goodbye to his listeners. Many will remember DeFord for his engaging broadcasts on Morning Edition, but by the time listeners first heard his voice in 1979, he was already one of America's most admired and honored sports writers. During his career, which began in 1962 with Sports Illustrated, he was named Sports Writer of the Year six times. In 2013, he received the National Humanities Medal from President Obama for his ability as a storyteller to reveal the humanity inside the games we love. If I had to pick the one piece of sports writing that best exemplifies Frank DeFord's brilliance and charm in capturing the human side of sports, it would be The Boxer and the Blonde, his 1985 Sports Illustrated story about Billy Kahn, whose 1941 heavyweight title bout against Joe Lewis was arguably the most dramatic in boxing history. Now, I have to confess that part of the reason I love The Boxer and the Blonde is that Billy Kahn grew up in Pittsburgh's East Liberty, an Irish enclave not too far from the working-class neighborhood where I grew up. But the essay is so wonderfully written and so much fun to read that David Haplerstam, who didn't grow up in Pittsburgh, included it in his Best American Sports Writing of the Century anthology, along with stories by such prominent writers as Gay Talese, John Updike, and Norman Mailer. Billy Kahn's claim to boxing fame came on June 18, 1941, at Madison Square Garden, where he met a heavily favored Joe Lewis for the heavyweight championship. Given little chance of dethroning Lewis, Kahn dominated the fight through 12 rounds by outboxing Lewis, but made the fatal mistake of going for a knockout in the 13th round. Instead, the powerful Lewis knocked Kahn out near the end of the round. After the fight, Kahn told the press, what's the sense of being Irish if you can't be dumb? Using the Kahn-Lewis fight as his centerpiece, DeFord tells the story of Billy Kahn's improbable rise from his working-class Irish neighborhood to boxing greatness. It also tells the story of how the blonde, his wife Mary Louise, indirectly cost Kahn a return match against Lewis when Kahn broke his hand in a fistfight with her father. What makes the story of the boxer and the blonde so wonderfully told is the way DeFord embellishes his narrative with Pittsburghese, East Liberty is pronounced Sliberty, has fun with the ethnic stereotype of the battling Irish, and pays tribute to a working-class city's love for a local hero with movie star looks. When the Pirates found out that the Lewis Kahn bout had been scheduled on the same night as one of their home games, they announced that play would be suspended when the fight began and that the broadcast would go out over the loudspeakers. The final lines in The Boxer and the Blonde capture perfectly what Frank DeFord achieved in the telling of Billy Kahn's story. The story ends with Kahn, now in his late 60s, walking out of the room where he and Joe Lewis had been watching a film of their fight so he doesn't have to watch the fateful 13th round. Instead, Kahn holds on to his memory of leading after the first 12 rounds in that last indelible summer when America dared yet dream that it could hide from the world, when the handsomest boy left the prettiest girl, when street cards still clanged and fistfights were fun. In the past, when I mentioned to SIU's Brad Palmer that I was getting too old for reading baseball, he'd tell me that as long as Frank DeFord was on the air, I wouldn't be the oldest sports commentator on NPR. Now that DeFord is gone, I guess I could always shoot for his remarkable record 
of 1,656 NPR sports broadcasts. Of course, after doing the math, my wife Anita couldn't resist pointing out that it would take me so many years to reach the Ford's record that I'd only be the oldest broadcaster on NPR. I'd be the oldest human being on the planet. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.